and one and two and two and one oh shucks i can't dance Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of Stories from the Open Gov, a podcast dedicated to telling the stories about what open government and open data look like. My name is Richard Pietro, and for this season, I am reading the 59-page 2018-2020 Canadian Open Government Action Plan. I figure that not many people have had the chance to read it for themselves, so why not help them along, especially since the plan is coming to a close. Now, in episode one, I read the first 13 pages, which were mostly introductory in nature. Things like the guiding principles, the letters from the multi-stakeholder forum and Scott Bryson, who at the time was the uh, president of the Canadian Treasury Board, and a look back at what the Canadian government has been able to accomplish in the previous action plans that they submitted to the Open Government Partnership. So for this episode, we're going to get right into the meat and potatoes of the plan itself, the commitments, the milestones, and the signs of success. So please enjoy part two, a spicy reading of the Canadian Open Government Action Plan for 2018-2020. The first theme profiled is called User-Friendly Open Government, and it begins as such. Canadians want their government to reflect the values of transparency, accountability, and citizen participation in all of its work. To do this, the Government of Canada needs to put citizens at the center of its open government efforts. The more Canadians know about and understand the work government does, and the more they are able to actively participate in it, the more we can all harness the social and economic potential of open government. The Government of Canada will provide opportunities for Canadians to learn about open government. We will also improve the openness of federal government data. We will, bullet one, make improvements to open.canada.ca. Bullet two, help Canadians learn more about Government of Canada work on open government. Bullet three, Improve the quality of open data available through open.canada.ca. Bullet 4. Expand the Open by Default Pilot Project. Bullet 5. Provide tools for government and citizens to work together. And Bullet 6. Develop Open Data Privacy Guidelines. Below this section is a list of the lead departments for the various uh, commitments and milestones uh, for the plan. And they go as such. The Canada School of Public Service, the CSPS, Employment and Social Development Canada, the ESDC, Natural Resources Canada, and Arcan's Federal Geospatial Program, FGP, Statistics Canada, StatScan, Treasury Board of Canada's Secretariat, TBS, and other departments and agencies across the Government of Canada. Next is a table with three columns. In there will be the actual sort of milestones for the commitments, how they know they'll succeed, and what is their deadline. I will be going from left to right with these milestones, and I will do my best to 
uh, accurately describe what it is that I'm reading. So milestone 1.1, make improvements to open.canada.ca to make it easier for users to find what they're looking for and contribute to the open government community. This is a sign for the Treasury Board Secretariat. How will they know they'll succeed on achieving this milestone? One, a pilot will be launched for users to submit data sets, visualizations, and reports based on open government data or information. The deadline for this is to have at least 20 user-submitted records available by June 2020. The second way they'll, they'll know that they'll have achieved this milestone is by providing space on open.canada.ca for stories of open data impact, including user-submitted stories. They want to have at least 50 stories available by June of 2019. The third way they'll know they'll succeed in achieving this commitment is with quarterly reporting on progress on releasing data sets submitted via the Suggest a Dataset form on opencanada.ca, sorry, open.canada.ca, and the deadline for that is December 2018. And lastly, the regular, that will have regular public reporting on improvements, user research, and feedback on open.canada.ca, including on-top task success rates, and that will have a deadline or that has a deadline by June of 2020. The second commitment for this theme is called Help Canadians Learn About Canada's Work on Open Government Through Learning Materials, Information Sessions, and Enhanced Training for Public Servants. This is for the Canada School of Public Service and the Treasury Board Secretariat to do. Um, how will they know they will have succeeded? There are several elements. Number one is that materials for teachers and educators drafted and published published by June 2019. Number two, outreach to at least 50 teachers or educators to encourage them to review and use these materials. That is by March 2020. 70% of teachers using the material are satisfied with it. That has a deadline of March 2020. Next, at least 300 public servants from at least 15 government of Canada departments or agencies trained through learning activities indicate a better understanding of open government following the learning activity. And that is by June 2020. Next, a Government of Canada Digital Academy is established and at least 40 nominated participants complete its premium course curriculum. That is by August 2019. There is a uh, footnote for this one, which goes as follows. The premium curriculum may include content on development, design, and user experience, disruptive technologies, artificial intelligence, and data science. Agile, open data, and working in the open will likely be recurring themes throughout all premium curriculum. Okay, so continuing with the signs of success for commitment 1.2, the second commitment for the um, 
uh, what, what was it called again? Um, <laughs> the friendly open government, user-friendly open government. And it goes as such. Three workshop events are held to train federal public servants on employing administrative data in decision-making. And that is by June 2020. Next is public open government and open data webinars are held at least every two months. The deadline is that they wanted to have or want to have six held by October 2019, 12 held by June 2020. And the last sign of success is that participants are happy with webinar content and format, at least 70% satisfaction measured by a short survey after each webinar, and that's by June of 2020. Okay, continuing to the third commitment for this theme, which is to improve the quality of open data available on open.canada.ca. This is a task that is assigned to NRCAN, StatsCAN, and TBS. The first sign of success is that data quality criteria developed and published and workshops are held with government officials to develop their capacity to improve quality of data sets. That is, has a deadline of June 2019. A new data quality rating system to supplement current rate this data set function is developed in consultation with users and national partners and available on open.canada.ca with a deadline of June 2020. Next, 200 frequently downloaded data sets are reviewed for quality, standardization, complete metadata, contextual documentation, and plain language description. This item also has a footnote, and it goes as such. Data quality may include things like relevance, accuracy, timeliness, accessibility, interoperability, and coherence. For more information, check out the Government of Canada's Policy on Informing Users of Data Quality and Methodology, and that had a deadline or has a deadline of June 2020. And lastly, an additional 500 geospatial data sets reviewed using the Federal Geospatial Platform Data Quality Assessment Criteria from NRCAN, and that has a deadline of June 2020. The next commitment for this theme is to expand the Open by Default pilot to make working documents from government officials open by default, subject to applicable restrictions associated with privacy, confidentiality, and security. This is a task assigned to the Treasury Board. The signs of success are as follows. Open by default pilot is expanded to capture working documents produced by the open government team at TBS with a deadline of June 2019. New innovative technologies are implemented to improve accessibility and availability of documents in both official languages in order to comply with the Official Languages Act, the Treasury Board Policy on Official Languages, and the Standard on Web Accessibility. And that has a deadline of April 2020. And lastly, 
a subset of working documents produced by at least three government departments in addition to the open government team at TBS is available through the open by default portal. And that is by June 2020. The next commitment for the theme is to co-create a public digital collaboration space where citizens and government employees can work together. And this task is for TBS. The signs of success are as follows. A public digital collaboration space is launched and made available for Canadians and government officials to use. The collaboration space will allow users to register with a single easy-to-use sign-in and allow Canadians and government officials to share files, work collaboratively, and participate in community discussions. And the deadline for that is June 2019. The next commitment is develop open data guidelines to protect the privacy of citizens, businesses, and institutions. And that is assigned to StatScan. The sign of success here, because there's only one, is that a series of workshops is delivered by Statistics Canada to train participants on the application of guidelines for the anonymization of data sets. And that needs to be done by June 2019. The next and final um, commitment for this theme is called Help Canadians Understand the Data and Models Used to Design and Study Government Programs. And that is tasked for the ESDC. Micro-simulation models, including underlying data sets, results, and supporting documents, are made publicly available to help explain how the government uses these models to design programs and to estimate their impacts. And that has a deadline of December 2019 and ongoing. And this concludes the uh, user-friendly open government theme and all of the commitments associated for it. The next theme is called Financial Transparency and Accountability, and it begins as such. Many Canadians find it difficult to understand how the government spends their tax dollars. Governments can improve financial transparency by providing tools and information to make their spending easier to understand and by releasing more detailed information to allow citizens to hold governments to account. The Government of Canada will continue to improve the transparency of its spending and its open contracting to make it easier for Canadians to understand federal budgets, track funding decisions, and examine government procurement and spending processes. We will, bullet one, make government budget and spending information easier to find and understand. Bullet two, publish an analysis of gender-based impacts for all budget measures. And this bullet also has a footnote, and it is as such. This type of analysis is known in the Government of Canada as Gender-Based Analysis Plus, GBA Plus. GBA Plus is an analytical tool used to assess how diverse groups of women, men, and gender-diverse people may experience policies, programs, and initiatives. 
The plus in GBA plus acknowledges that GBA goes beyond biological sex and sociocultural gender differences. We all have multiple identity factors that intersect to make us who we are. So GBA plus also considers many other different factors like race, ethnicity, religion, age, and mental or physical disability. All right. Bullet three. Ensure Canadians have access to open data on Government of Canada procurement. And bullet four. Explore adoption of common contracting data standards across Canada. The lead departments are the Department of Finance Canada, Public Services and Procurement Canada, the PSPC, the Treasury Board of Canada Secretariat, TBS, and other departments and agencies across the Government of Canada. And the first commitment for the theme is to make government budget and spending information easier for Canadians to find and understand. This is assigned to Finance Canada and TBS. How will they know they have succeeded? Parliamentarians and Canadians are engaged in reviewing the government's progress in improving the timeliness, completeness, and transparency of the budget and main estimates. The deadline is October 2019. Another sign of success, and there's several here, based on feedback received in the engagement above, recommendations are published on the approach to the budget and main estimates for 2020 to 2021 and future years. The deadline is February 2020. Next is the description and detail of budget spending plans is improved, including more detailed information on budget allocation by department. The deadline, February to March 2019. Next, GC InfoBase is expanded to allow Canadians to easily follow funding and results from announcement to implementation for all Government of Canada programs, with a deadline of March 2019. And lastly, Government of Canada guidelines on the reporting of grants and contributions awards are updated to ensure proactive disclosure of grants and contributions data continues to meet Canada's legal and policy requirements, and that has a deadline of June 2020. The next commitment for the theme is to publish the Gender-Based Analysis Plus for all new announced budget expenditures and tax measures in future budgets, and that is assigned to Finance Canada. The sign of success is that Canadians and parliamentarians have access to information on the gender and diversity impacts of budget measures, and that has a deadline of February to March 2019. Next, ensure Canadians have access to open data on Government of Canada procurement, and that is assigned to the PSPC and TBS. The sign of success is that pilot data that tests the implementation of the Open Contracting Data Standard, OCDS, is undertaken, which includes a cross-section of at least 
300 contract records for a variety of contracts, including major projects. Pilot data will include all stages of the procurement cycle, planning, tender, award, contract, and implementation. That has a deadline of December 2019. Next, and this is a big one. Three to five public workshops on open contracting are held to analyze what types of contracting data are currently available and assess barriers to releasing open contracting data. There are three bullets, the first one being the workshops consider the results of the open data pilot. Bullet two, workshops include participation from civil society, procurement experts, and industry representatives. And bullet three, a report is developed outlining input received and recommendations developed during the workshops. The deadline, June 2020. The next sign of success, tender, award, and contract data aligned with the open contracting data standards is published for all contracts for fiscal years 2016 to 2017 and 2017 to 2018. Data is published on open.canada.ca and is updated on a regular schedule, and that has a deadline of August 2020. Next, PSPC's new e-procurement solution, EPS, is designed to increase the release of open contracting data for all PSPC contracting records. A report is published on progress in developing the EPS, including reporting on progress in aligning open contracting data with the International Open Contracting Data Standard, with a deadline of June 2020. Next, Government of Canada guidelines on proactive disclosure of contracts are updated to ensure proactive disclosure of contracts data continue to meet Canada's legal and policy requirements, and that has a deadline of June 2020. The final commitment for the theme is called Explore Adoption of Common Contracting Data Standards Across Canada, and that is assigned to the PSPC. How will they know they succeeded? Representatives of federal government and provincial and territorial governments have met to discuss potential adoption of common contracting data standard for tender notices. That has a deadline of 2019. And last, government officials have further explored adoption of common contracting data standards across the broader procurement cycle. And that has a deadline of June 2020. And this concludes the financial transparency theme for the Open Government Action Plan. We will do the last one for this episode And it is titled, Corporate Transparency. And it begins as such. Concealing information about corporate ownership can facilitate, bullet one. Tax evasion, bullet two. Money laundering, bullet three. 
terrorist financing, bullet four, human rights abuses, and bullet five, corruption. By improving corporate transparency, governments can safeguard against the misuse of corporations and other legal entities while continuing to facilitate the ease of doing business in order to foster growth and innovation. In Canada, the responsibility for corporate law is shared between federal, provincial, and territorial governments. Additionally, international collaboration and information sharing where appropriate can support more effective work in this domain by identifying best practices and common challenges. Coordination is therefore needed to address corporate issues effectively. The Government of Canada will continue to work with provincial and territorial governments to implement the Federal, Provincial and Territorial Finance Minister's December 2017 Agreement to Strengthen Beneficial Ownership Transparency. We will, bullet one, require federal corporations to hold beneficial ownership information, bullet two, Engage with key stakeholders on possible options to improve timely access to beneficial ownership information. The lead departments for this commitment are the Department of Finance Canada, Innovation Science and Economic Development Canada, which is the ISED. And now we'll we'll get onto the milestones and the signs of success for for this theme. And we begin with the first commitment for the theme, which is implement legislative amendments to require federal corporations to hold accurate and up-to-date beneficial ownership information and eliminate use of bearer shares. And that is assigned to Finance Canada and the ISED. How will they know they've succeeded? By having amendments made to the Canada Business Corporations Act with a deadline of July 2019. The next commitment, work with provincial and territorial governments and key stakeholders representing various perspectives on possible options to improve timely access to beneficial ownership information, including retention and disclosure obligations relating to such information and the exploration of a public registry option. That is assigned to Finance Canada and the ISED. The signs of success include consultations framed by a discussion document with stakeholders from civil society, private sector, academia, and other sectors are held to discuss issues relating to beneficial ownership information, including emerging best practices in other jurisdictions. That is by July 2019. And the last sign of success for this commitment is that federal recommendations are provided to provincial and territorial governments in improving timely access to beneficial ownership information with a deadline of August 2019. And the last commitment for corporate transparency is to continue to work with provincial and territorial governments to support coordinated implementation of the Agreement to Strengthen Beneficial Ownership Transparency 
And again, this is a sign to Finance Canada and the ISED. And the sign of success is that all elements of the agreement are implemented by the federal government with a deadline of August 2020. And this concludes Season 2, Episode 2 of Stories from the Open Gov. In the next episode, I'll continue with my reading of the 2018-2020 Canadian Open Government Action Plan, and there are many more commitments to go through. In the meantime, leave us a rating or a comment about the episode or podcast, and learn more about open government and open data by visiting our website at reopengov.org. Thank you for listening, and let's make it open.